Good morning, everybody, and happy Friday. Welcome to Morning Chat, Good News and Politics with Julian Hoes. Today we've got a slightly more depressing episode because of the things that are going on in America right now, which we're going to get into. But first of all, it's 14 degrees in Amsterdam, 16 degrees in Brussels, 19 degrees in Paris, 17 degrees in London, 16 degrees in Bucharest, and 21 degrees in Madrid. Now, in America right now, we're seeing a lot of unrest due to the killing of an unarmed black man called George Floyd in Minneapolis by police officers who seem to be acting based on stereotyping and some form of racism as opposed to actual evidence and held a man down while pressing their knee against his neck while he was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. This is, for a European like me, this is complete nonsense, it's ridiculous because I can't understand how this is acceptable in any way. And this man eventually died in police custody. And this led to current unrest in Minneapolis with the current level of protesting being quite high and there even being some forms of violence such as the burning of a police station. Understandably, lots of people are very upset. However, this does not excuse the fact that Donald Trump decided that he was going to encourage violence against these protesters who were in effect exercising their rights under the American Constitution and this is just it's unacceptable it's showing how inept President Donald Trump is and of course like in every country we're gonna have protesters who engage in violence but that's not the majority that's just not what's going on in in Minneapolis it's not a majority of people who decided to smash everything up okay it's a minority and Trump calling for violence against these people who for the most part, aren't doing anything but standing around and protesting the death of an unarmed black man who is the X number in decades who has been killed unjustly by police. It's, it's ridiculous. However, Trump is having a meltdown because of the fact that Twitter keeps censoring his tweets. So a few days ago, the Twitter social media platform Twitter decided that it was going to put a fact check on one of his tweets about male, male imbalancing, claiming that it was going to lead some um, voter fraud in the US, and of course using this in his re-election campaign for the elections this year. And this led to him leading or creating a, an executive order and signing it that reduced the protections of these companies and would enable lawyers to sue them for a number of reasons, particularly, I think, it's def defamation in this case, which is complete nonsense, or electoral interference, which in my view is exactly what these companies should be doing. And since then, he puts a tweet out last night, this morning, depends where you are, again, calling for violence against protesters, which was then put on restricted engagement, so people can't retweet it normally, they, can, they can't like it and they can only retweet it with a comment. But when you come across the tweet, it actually comes with a warning regarding what it is. And I think this is an excellent thing. People, listen, populists like Donald Trump are out of control. They believe they can do anything they want. They have no respect for the truth. They have no respect for reality. They have no respect for human life in general. And the fact that Donald Trump was calling for police to start shooting looters, which the police aren't going to make a distinction between looters and protesters who are just standing around. We know that for a fact. We, we've seen how this happens. And the fact that Donald Trump is behaving this way after having praised the really bizarre protest regarding the COVID-19 lockdowns, 
in a number of cities where people turned up with AR-15 assault rifles, body armor, and various weapons. I think one guy even turned up with a bazooka. It shows how out of touch this guy is. It shows how unstable he is. It shows that he's playing politics with these events, and it shows that he's just not fit to be president of the United States. The fact that he's also considering shutting down social media networks if they're interfering too much is also just showing that he doesn't have the understanding of how he was elected in the first place. Donald Trump was elected because of social media campaigns, because of from boards like Twitter, not Twitter, 4chan and, and Reddit and all of these organizations. They were encouraged, they were encouraging people to vote for him. They were obfuscating the truth. They were pushing the, the envelope of what his election was for and they were supporting him in a number of ways. I mean, these organizations tried to do the same in France with Marine Le Pen, where they tried to, like, I think it was they doxed Emmanuel Macron's team and tried to get as much data as they could out and then spread it across France to try and, you know, break the election and support Le Pen and make sure that she was electable. Fortunately, in France, we actually have strong defenses against this, and the Macron team did a very good job of defending their files. But the US isn't capable of this for some reason. There are not the electoral protections in place. There's nothing in place to actually help these people protect themselves from fake news. And therefore, like, I mean, I'm not going to be ex-white guy who's talking about how bad racism is in France, um, in the US, sorry, because of the fact that I can't do anything about it aside from spread the information like I'm doing now and share this on my Twitter page and share this everywhere. Because it's just to the point where it's, without like a severe structural and like social reform in the US and a real big change in the mentalities that people have, it's not going to change anything. However, there's one thing that people can do, because I know a few Americans will listen to the podcast version of this and watch these videos, is you can vote for Joe Biden this year, you can vote for him to be the president, you can hope that he beats Trump, and you can support his campaign wherever you live in the States, wherever you live abroad. Campaign for Biden, like, you know, bring some kind of respect back to your politics, because I have to tell you that as a European, it's getting real tiring seeing the US in some such a strange state where nothing seems to be functioning and the politics just doesn't work. On a lighter note, uh, the EU is having problems in its trade negotiations with China. Who would have thought? Roadblocks have been appearing recently anyway because of the conditions for market access for EU companies in China, where China wants to keep these restricted, where while keeping quite high uh, market access for Chinese companies like Huawei, but, of course, the EU wants to ensure that its companies have a fair access to the Chinese markets, or at least an equivalent access to the Chinese market that Chinese companies have to the European markets. Because otherwise, what's the point? You're just giving an unfair advantage to a competitor. Now, this has become a little more rough recently because of the issues happening in Hong Kong, where the Chinese states have put in place a new security legislation that basically has put an end to the one country two systems system, which allowed Hong Kong to have its own level of autonomy, which has sparked more protests following the democratic protests last year, and is leading to more violence against protesters and between protesters and police forces. This is being used as an excuse to effectively take away the rights of Hong Kong citizens, um, erode their human rights, and is putting them in a position where they are losing their their freedom, in effect. They're being forced to be, consider themselves Chinese and only Chinese, in a way. 
long-term plan is of course to bring Hong Kong back into the fold in China. There's a historical reason for this with the separatism and the inter-Chinese state wars that kept popping up throughout history. And this leads to a, in my view, this is why the Chinese state is so insistent on bringing back these smaller states or these smaller satellite states back into the fold and back into the mainland Chinese control. Um, now, recently in the European Parliament, MEPs have been insisting that the, China, that the European Council considers uh, giving the EU officials negotiating this trade deal a, a mandate to discuss human rights because this isn't currently included in the current mandate. However, of course, this needs to be discussed further because you can't just change the mandate halfway through as that, that doesn't really... It's not really helpful in the negotiations with you think of what the EU's goals currently are. The EU's current goals right now are to strike a trade deal as they have been negotiating with the Chinese state for a long time now. And this is going to take a long time because the power imbalance and the, the precarity of the situation where the Europe keeps moving between crises and non-crisis situations uh, the Chinese state is obviously going to take advantage of certain situations of that and the European Union needs to present itself as a stronger partner and a stronger force so that they can get a better deal. Um, of course, this changes from here to now, but with the precarity of the, diplom of the diplomatic situation of the Chinese state, as highlighted by a number of EU ambassadors and diplomats, and the way in which Europe has some parts really pressing it on China on these Hong Kong rights, and some that are pulling back a little and not really getting as involved. There's a really strange dynamic evolving right now where the Chinese state and the EU state are trying to feel out what they can do on the situation, how far they can push the envelope. And this is, of course, going to play into the, the negotiations for this situation. Regardless, if there was going to be a mandate change, this would need to be discussed between the European Council members, so the heads of states of the EU27, and then this would also need to be pushed as an initiative by the European Council, or the European Commission, sorry, which, of course, it's decided that it wants to be a geopolitical commission, but we're yet to see any evidence of that, wherein China, it's, well, not in China, wherein Iran, it showed itself that it wasn't really capable of doing much, with the situation in Syria when Turkey invaded, it wasn't capable of doing much other than, again, putting out some sort of statement. And right now with Hong Kong in China, it's currently doing the same thing. It's putting out a statement, it's making some words. Uh, Joseph Borrell, the, um, the effective European Foreign Minister, made some statements about how the situation was worrying. But of course, this doesn't really translate to hard foreign policy. This doesn't translate to actually doing things. It's not normative power, it's not hard power. It's European discourse, in effect. However, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. I hope that you learned something new. I hope that you this answers some of your questions about what's going on today. Uh, like always, like this video, subscribe to my channel, share it with your friends. You know, get this going. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing this. People are enjoying this on Twitter. I always get good feedback on regarding this. And people are starting to send me feedback through podcasting channels. So obviously this is having some kind of effect and I'm glad to be helping you guys to understand what's going on. And of course, sharing my opinions because what French person doesn't have a strong opinion on anything. Regardless, guys, have a nice weekend. I hope that you guys have a good Friday. Enjoy the sunlight. Get some tanning going if you can. Respect the social boundaries that are in place with the COVID-19. 
we're making our way out of this. Things are starting to look up. France's deconfinement map is almost entirely green, aside from the Ile-de-France area and some surrounding regions. And things are looking up. Deaths are down, infections are down, ICUs are down. People are looking good, people are looking healthy, and it looks like we may come out of this soon. Regardless, have a nice weekend, guys. I will see you all on Monday. Take care.